Check is a snowman? Correct. <laughs> Welcome to Frozen! Season 4. four. Yeah. Episode 2. two. Wow. wow. May, very excited. I was Kicking excited about around. episode two because I'm excited about the movie that we're going to be watching. Uh, so much holiday cheer. So much. So much. I, I don't oh know my how, gosh. I am imagining, I'm hoping that Rhymeanette.com, our audio sponsor, is sprinkling in some jingle bells. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of snow, like a little bit of fake snow, but audio Fake audio what snow. What does audio Ryan? snow sound what? like? This is how good Ryan is. Wow, you sound, <laughs> it sounds like you're the dentist. <laughs> I'm not the audio guy. All I have is a mouth. (laughs) Some strong statements. I'm just going to write down some things for potential episode titles. (laughs) I just have a mouth. Oh, we're back. We're watching Christmas movies on this little, it's a, it's a seasonette. Is an, that what you would call it? An EP of sorts. An EP. <laughs> yeah, it is an EP. A four also, episode EP. honestly, if you're on season four, episode two, hopefully you know the premise of the show, which is I that hope so. we God, want. If you started, first, why would you start there? Why? If you started, you know what? Don't waste our time. Just go to. <laughs> <laughs> it's aggressive, but go ahead. <laughs> at least season four, episode one, it's going to be the same concept as that. That's true. And today we're watching. White Christmas. White Christmas. Which I'm all I know is the song. Christmas. I bought um, the Bing Crosby Christmas album uh, for on vinyl to play Christmas time. I have that, and then the Jackson Five Christmas album. They're great. Yeah, but I literally have no idea. What the movie you what Christmas excited. is about. Do you like old movies? No. Oh. This is going to be great then. <laughs> Ryan, I need you to uh, just. I've also never just, seen It's a Wonderful Life. This What's one? the just, point? There's so many good watch, new movies. I don't like It's a Wonderful Life I don't unless either. you like economic disasters, <laughs> suicide wow. attempts, and a baby saying, Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Is that the plot summary? Yeah. Okay, well, like now a you don't like a witch. <laughs> haven't sold me so on does it. that baby. <laughs> baby witch. Baby is a loose term for that. <laughs> She's okay. like three. Yeah. You know, babies, they're not called babies once they're like they're uh, a year old. How once they can walk. How am I supposed to know? It's a great point. So White Christmas. No clue. Okay. Um, just look in my eyes. Okay, I'm And look at how much I love this movie. <laughs> I know. Listen. Because you just, no matter what, you can't, you have to find something redeemable about it, and it can't be that it's over. I, I know how much it hurt you for me to not like Sleepless in Seattle or Parent Trap. Parent, Parent Trap. God, that is such a Don't. Tear. Don't. It's a bad movie. Must it's you drive the knife in deeper, <laughs> Ryan? The Christmas knife. <sighs> okay. <laughs> The Christmas to, night. To slice the roast duck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Christmas. Based on the cover and I guess your limited knowledge That's literally of this. it. I've never even seen a clip from this movie. Is this like a popular Christmas movie or is it just uh, like a popular, personal favorite? Very popular. Very popular. It's not like I would How say. How have I never seen I it? Like I've at like, least like, seen clips mm, from It's a Wonderful well, Life. Holiday Inn, is a, or Holiday Inn is an old one that's a little bit less popular. Holiday uh, Inn, are you like saying the, Holiday Inn? Like Holiday the company? Inn? Yeah. Oh, like an old time movie? Yeah. I don't even it was made like 10 years before this one. I thought you were saying the holiday wrong. No. Holiday Inn is an older is an old Christmas movie that's less popular. Bishop's Wife is probably one that's older and less popular, but this one is like Bishop's Wife. These are real movies. Yes. You watch the old movies of Mary's. I feel like um, if I'm watching an old movie, like I'm catching the flu. Like it feels like I, I need <laughs> you're to be on sick Turner in bed. Classic movies. Yes. Um, no, I actually do like old movies, but my mom and my aunts really like the more like vintagey Christmas movies. So it's just what I grew up watching. Interesting. But White Christmas is by far my favorite. Okay. I do like The Bishop's Wife, but it has some very weird. 
How do you feel about lo- being in love with a ghost? Okay. You know? <laughs> Speaking of Jack Frost. Okay. It's similar to being hey. a snowman dad. So what do you think, Ryan? What do you think White Christmas is about? I don't know. I literally have never seen. I'll, the only thing I've ever seen. Well, you have to make a guess. That's I the Google whole point. imaged. I typed in White Christmas and it popped up. 5,000 of the exact same picture, and it's four people wearing Santa robes. <laughs> so, And based on that, based on on that, that yes, I will surmise on? that it is uh, four friends who are part of a Santa Claus cult. <laughs> they are. This I, movie was made in 1954. Do you so, think they're making a lot of cult films? It's on the cutting edge. They were, yeah, on the bleeding edge of filmmaking back then. Uh, it, maybe it's not a Santa cult, but I feel like there is a Santa thing involved somehow. Okay. okay. Um, it's four people. One of them is Bing Crosby. I recognize him from the the Christmas album. Um, <laughs> no clue who the other people are. I'm going to say that maybe they are couples, though. Like, they're married. Okay. Okay. Or, uh, yes. No, maybe. Keep okay. going. We're not going to Married couples. Uh, and... The plot twist is that the two girls are actually Santa Claus's daughters. Santa's <laughs> daughters. Santa's daughters. That's, okay. like a, that's a Hallmark and movie right there. Uh-huh. This feels like the beginning of all Hallmark movies. Like, it's Santa Claus's daughters, and then two, I'm going to say these guys, they look like they're like performers, like stagemen. Stagemen? Okay. Broadway guys, and I think that they uh, went on a trip to the North Pole and met <laughs> Santa's daughters Spot and on. fell in love with them. And then they decided. Then now they do musicals from the North Pole. Oh, and you think that this Boys is my elves. maybe they're elves? Face. Are they all elves? You think that this is my favorite Christmas this... movie with that plot? <laughs> it sounds like, just... sounds like you, Mary. Listen, <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay, last guess. They are uh, they are the performer performing acts. For, uh, like, they are the elves, entertainment for the North Pole people. <laughs> and these are, it's about two elf couples, and they're all the, the their lives in the North well, Pole performing for the elf troops. Honestly, I'm horrified, but I am also <laughs> ready to watch. Okay. Uh, let's watch it. White Christmas. Here Can't we go, Ryan. Wait.
I don't think I have an ear for it. I'm supposed to go higher than you? (laughs) Fine, you go to the bottom. All right, bottom snow. Go ahead. Oh, I start. Yes, if you're bottom snow. The bottom starts. You should not have me start. I'm not sure I'm going to hit you in the right register. Snow. (laughs) Is this wrong? Okay, welcome back, everybody. (laughs) We watched it. I watched it. We all watched it, right? We all watched it, but I watched it for the first time. And? It was fine. (laughs) Mary, just, Mary, be strong. So many awards. I will be gentle. Okay. With my thoughts on this movie. Thank you, and I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, and I don't believe you. I don't believe you won't get carried away, but I I won't get carried away. I appreciate any effort that kind of, you know, softens the edges of what you're going to say. Okay. To uh, commentate on my favorite Christmas movie of all time. I hear you reiterating that. That taught me about life, love, show business, and Christmas magic. And snow. Okay, for my, my first thing, my first issue, uh, is that the only picture that I've ever seen of White Christmas, even when I Googled it just the other day, uh, is just them wearing these red outfits. That they wear at the end of the movie. They wear at the end of the movie for like five minutes. It's a Christmas movie. It is barely a They're Christmas movie. They're wearing Christmas outfits. How is it barely a Christmas movie? I find movie? that to be insulting. It happens <sighs> in the over the course of like ten days. Let's talk. Leading is up it to only Christmas. ten days. I feel like a, like a no, decade. No, it, no, it's very, it's very short. They, I think they go on the train on like December fifteenth. They it's show up. Unbelievable how point. fast they get. Okay, let's. It go. is hey, unbelievable. Which is please what's talk about the plot <clears throat> or maybe even okay. just some background I've on written, your movie here. I, I no, I'll do the plot. I wrote a Should little. Should we do background? A Who's little a star? Ditty. I, I looked that up. I can well, tell you that. No, this is why are you trying to break the format that we always do? Well, You're the one who's insistent that we do a plot summary first. In the background. I'll, let me talk you through the movie. Tell me about it. <clears throat> Christmas Eve 1944 opens up on a tap dancing Wallace and Davis Christmas spectacular. The first of many. They're in the army and we're at war. White Christmas, not the last time we'll hear it. Bing Crosby takes us home in our minds. Too bad General Waverly isn't here, but he is. And he gives a very sweet speech. Slam bang finish, not the last time we'll hear that either. Are we getting bombed? Nope. Are we getting bombed? Yep. Davis <laughs> saves Wallace and, it, and isn't going to let him forget it. You can uh, bet sure. on that. What could you do for me? Put my song in your act with me in it, too. The war is over, and now they're a duo. We're having a heat wave. Uh, Phil loves the ladies and wants Bob to love them, too, so that he'll get off his back and stop working so much. But Bob's like, nope, without so much as a kiss my foot or a have an apple. (laughs) They got a letter from Freckle-Faced Haynes, the dog-faced boy, and he has sisters, and they have an act. It sounds like you're speaking like an old-time newsboy handing me some (laughs) newspapers. I'm like, oh, we got an old-timey frog-faced boy here with us. Figured, a lot of the movie talk like I that, by the since, way. Yeah, that's why I'm doing so it. The same great. cadence of The Godfather, which I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm about to hear some things about a cannoli. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. As you were. All over my nice Ivy League suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Freckle Face Haynes, the dog face boy, has sisters and they have an act, so the Wallace and Davis will go see it for an old pal in the army. Enter the Haynes sisters, Betty and Judy, and Judy is the one who actually wrote the letter, not Benny, uh, the Freckle Face boy. Uh, sisters, sisters, boy, girl, boy, girl. Everybody has an angle, even Judy. They're going to Vermont tomorrow, and all the best things happen while they're dancing. The landlord <laughs> is trying to frame the girls, so, so Wallace dancing. and Davis cover for them. Davis gives the girls his uh, tickets for the train and says that they're from Bob, even though they're not. Sends them off and has an idea that Bob will hate, uh, but we love as the audience um, because it's a cross-dressed version of sisters, w- full <laughs> of giggles, and straight into the cab after that to head to the st- uh, train station. 
Bob buys new tickets and imagine who they come across in the dining car. The, the Haynes sisters. sisters. Um, hmm, you know what sounds beautiful this time of year? Vermont, because of all that snow. So let's snow. go. Snow. Snow. There we go. Snow. No. And then we're uh, we're in Vermont, except for when they get there, there is no snow. They arrive at the Columbia Inn and surprise the owner is the general. We did not know that that was going to happen. General Waverly owns the Columbia Inn, what? and it's the first time that they're all seeing each other again what? Christmas after miracle. like uh, ten, ten years ish. <clears throat> And even though there is nobody there, um, General Waverly is not going to cancel the show. But mm-hmm. wait a minute. What if Wallace and Davis did a show at the inn? And so within three days, rehearsals begin. Ooh, is there a spark between Betty and Bob? Betty can't sleep. Not surprised. I get restless when I'm in love, too. She'll go get a sandwich so that Judy will leave her alone. And surprise, who's down there? Bob, count your blessings instead of sheep. They have a little cheeky kiss. And Phil it and Judy scheme. Kiss. What? Hmm? Continue. Phil and Judy's schemes are working. They're trying to get them to fall in love. They have been the whole time. General Waverly gets a letter and finds out that the army has nothing for him, which is one of the saddest scenes I've ever watched. That was sad. Um, You're just watching like somebody who's well-respected and has given their life to something become slowly obsolete. Forgotten. Bob feels for him and wants to get a bunch of the outfit here as a surprise for the show. He puts in a call to Ed Harris while we watch choreography, and Emma, the housekeeper, only hears part of the call and totally misunderstands, then tells Betty, who gets pissed and lashes out at Bob. Judy cooks up a plan. Without even asking. She didn't even, she's assumed. Judy cooks up a plan to to fake an engagement to Phil to free up Betty and Bob to fall in love, but it backfires and Betty actually leaves and goes to New York, which is... A little dramatic. A little bit. They confess to Bob that the engagement was fake, and Bob goes to New York to get her and to go on to Ed Harris's show. Uh, She sings a revenge song, and once she hears his real pitch on the Ed Harrison show, agrees to come back and surprises them and shows up for the show. Susan and Emma uh, con and harass the general into wearing his uniform to the Christmas show. He enters the um, show to find many old army pals and a standing ovation. It's a big fish moment. His face is the whole reason to watch this movie and the miracle of Christmas all wrapped into one. They put on a great show and in true Christmas magic fashion it finally begins to snow. Everyone is in love and appreciated and the barn door opens to reveal a white Christmas as they sing White Christmas and that's the movie White Christmas. Wow. That was true. Everything you said. When I was really thinking about it everything seemed important so I decided to include it all. You did include a lot of it. Uh, you, uh, it so it stars uh, Bing Crosby mm-hmm. which I was right on that. Yes. Danny Kay, yes, who, uh, which makes a lot sense, a lot more sense now when I know the song from uh, song, the line from Christmas Vacation, where uh, Clark says Bing Crosby and Danny, yeah, tap Kay. dancing, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then Rosemary Clooney, yep, uh, who is related to George Clooney, yep, she is his aunt, she's his aunt, he called her Aunt Rosie, Aunt Rosie, and then the lady with the smallest waist I've ever seen in my life, in Vera the world. Ellen, Vera Ellen, with a hyphen, which seems like. It's a little because, presumptuous. Well, her first name was Vera Ellen, and she just decided to go by it as uh, like her stage name. Kind of, yeah. Okay. But Anna had a dash between and Ma no one else and really Donna. matters in this movie. Those are kind of like the four well, main people. The, right? the, general the general does general matter, bird. but okay. he's more of a supporting character. All right. <clears throat> but I loved it. I thought it was good. Okay. What did you like about it? I don't love old timey movies I, to begin with. Uh, I said, what did you like about it? I know. Okay. Here's what I liked about it. <laughs> well, what I didn't love okay. was... <laughs> what I liked about it was Vera Ellen is a very good dancer. Yes. And I, I did find out that the guy she ends up dancing most of the movie with is in West Side Story. He's Bernardo. I've never seen that movie either, but... 
Um, I do like that I know one. that you. I know that you said that you're not much for old movies, but West Side Story is like really good. It's like the pre Godfather. It's a gang movie. I, there's a dance oh, a fight, dancing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they use yeah, dance, dance moves, but they're not like fighting each other with their dance moves. This it's is just the Jets a, and the sharks. Sharks. Bloods. Bloods. That'd be amazing. It was the Jets <laughs> and the Bloods. <laughs> it's a very different movie. No, it's the Jets and the Sharks. The um, and they have like it's like different I like Greece social and classes West Side Story and race. A lot. Mm, very different. Honestly, I prefer West Side Story. I can't Greece. really. I don't know. I've never seen Did West Side like Story, Greece? and Greece is okay. Greece is okay. I don't think you're going to win on old movies. Probably old not. movies or musicals. There's a lot of music and dancing in this movie. I feel like it. All of it is just kind of a setup Question. for the music and dancing. Did you like The Greatest Showman? Yeah, Greatest Showman's okay, good. So it's not musicals. It's like a musical old time combo, kind of a show t- like- show tuney type thing. Like I don't know if that's my my vibe. That's okay. I totally get why you love this movie. It has all the nostalgia that yeah. one would love, yeah. and it's got love, and it's got you know snow and Santa robes. Santa robes. Mm-hmm. Really bummed that they weren't Santa's daughters. But <laughs> when you actually do see them at the end, though, they all look really nice together, don't they? Do they look great together. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Betty is the worst. She is dramatic. She doesn't have any conversations. She makes a lot of assumptions. She does make a lot of assumptions. Your Ellen's definitely the better choice of the girls in this movie. Yeah, as far as personality, Davis or whatever Davis, right? He he got the good one. But they're both um, and more talented. I'm gonna say Bob and Betty are both a little bit kind of like curmudgeonly. Like they seem like they're well suited to each other. They're both a little bit jaded. They both because she gets all offended when he when they're in the little club together and he's saying, "Oh, even little Judy has an angle," and like she. Is she did not like that? No, she did not. She did but not. I think that it was like they're just kind of both. They both kind of rub people a little bit of the wrong way, which is why I think that they're well suited to each other. But why they had a very hard time actually mm. getting together. But do you even want them to get together? Like when they kissed, it was like the least like chemistry think, kiss I've ever seen. I probably. think that everybody has somebody, and I think that they're well suited for each other. But do you want to? Did, like, like you I know, think the like kiss between Michael and Oscar ha- was you, had more chemistry than the kiss between uh, Rosemary Clooney and. I don't think that that's true. I you don't want think. someone that's going to balance you, though. Yeah. So they don't feel like they are going to spiral balance. together. They feel like they are just going, like, do I want them at a dinner party at my house? Probably not. But, but maybe they bring out the best in each other. Because when they clicked, they really clicked. They did. I liked I liked when Bing Crosby was kind of flirty with her with the sandwich scene. And he didn't really soften up much around anybody. No. So there is that. Um. And then when she kind of came around, I felt like it worked out well. But when you think about it, they're the only thing that I doubt with their love is the fact that this was over the course of about 10 days and she was gone for several of them. Yeah. So they really just like flirted a little, kissed once late at night. And then, and they then were together. she went to New York. Which sounds very sleepless in Seattle. So, but they didn't like leave it engaged or something. Like Speaking they just were together. I just feel like Bing Crosby's a little jaded. Uh, Betty is a little dramatic. Um, Wallace, no, wait, Danny Kay mm-hmm. Davis. He's a bit of an opportunist. Uh, yeah, he the only one who is. I feel like is like a pure person is Vera Ellen. The other one, Judy. Judy. Yeah, and well, the general, Judy lied. The general. Judy started the movie by lying. 
That's true. That's definitely an opportunist. Okay. This is what we call our anti-heroes. If we can like Clark Griswold with having adultery thoughts, then I think that we could get past some (laughs) minor character flaws in this movie. You mean you brought up a good point? Like, we still love Clark Griswold, even Mm -hmm. though he's kind of a skis. I like that they just kind of seemed like real people. They were just doing... They're all in show business, so they kind of got to do what they need to do to survive. I'd like to talk a bit about the show business, if I may. I... Is Bing Crosby okay? So I looked it up. Bing Crosby was the biggest thing in the world at the time. He yes. was the he was named the most influential person in the world over Jackie Robinson and the Pope, mm-hmm. which is he unbelievable. Was like, to so me. famous. If by this, this movie point. was to be remade today, who would be playing Bing Crosby? That's a great question. Um, you'd have to be like a tri talented person. Like, yeah. he, apparently he was he was he like toured. He did radio. He was like number one on radio, number one music sales, and also like had hit movies. Right. So I don't know if there is a renaissance type person like that who no, could do all that. three Mm-mm. without, I mean, I, I, he's probably clearly a singer first, right? Right. So, yes, he is a singer first. Like Vera Ellen is a dancer first. So like Eminem. Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> Tri- <Wow>. Triple threat. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx could play, actually, that's a great one. I bet good, Jamie Foxx could play Bing Crosby in White Christmas. I wouldn't say Christmas. he's like the biggest thing right now. I think he's not the biggest do, thing, but he's very talented. He's he super would probably talented. be a bit of a draw. But it also is hard to contextualize what this movie would be like if you were to make it now because show business, like live performance was theater, everything back then. Yeah. And it's, I wouldn't say it is absolutely still a, like a big deal, but it's not a big deal to the entire country the way that but it is. But if used you made a hit pop record and then also had a hit movie, that would be the equivalent. Mm hmm. Like I can't, and I can't think of any of those like people Beyonce who would also would be, be a great um, actor. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce. not yeah, a great Beyonce. actress. Beyonce, is Love, she not? No, not a great actress. The only thing I've ever seen her in was um, that Austin Powers movie. And she was great in that. <laughs> I don't know who would play Neil well, Patrick Harris. Oh, he could totally be Danny Kaye's character. Oh, that's good. I could, okay. I could definitely Huge, see I mean, him honestly, as Phil Davis. We did just talk about Grey Shaman, but Hugh Jackman kind of has a little no, bit of it. No, I don't like him. He could be Bing Crosby. I felt Here's, like him being in Greatest Showman kind of, no, people are going to hate that I'm saying this, but it reminded me of Pierce Brosnan being in Mamma Mia. Can we put J-Lo wow. as one of the girls? You know that, that no. Hugh Jackman no. does a lot of theater, right? Why? Doesn't he do a lot of theater? Yeah, but I just like didn't I like Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, um, Pierce Brosnan was the worst Here's in Mamma Mia. The first issue I oh, had with the movie. I bet you we could do like Amanda Seyfried for... Who? From Mamma Mia, and she's Didn't watch that movie. in Les Mis, oh, and she is in well, so many others. She's Karen in Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. girl. She could. Her. She definitely could be um, Judy. She could be Judy. Yeah, that's true. All right. Anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> we digress collectively. Bing Crosby. I know White Christmas is kind of his song or mm-hmm. whatever. But when he sings it to the troops, it is the saddest thing you've ever seen. Like, you were there to oh, help lift the hearts of no, the troops, and they it. all look he's, like they are, they're like, cool, bomb us. I'd like to die now. No, he's taking them home in their minds. They've been away from home for, for, for so long. He's supposed to lift their And they're their away spirits. on Christmas Eve, and he's taking them somewhere else mentally. They, they've they already done this whole fun show, because you're coming into the, to the war zone, and they're like tap dancing and having a good time. I like that there's the balance, and he has like a more like nostalgic, serious moment because um, this is not the first time that Bing Crosby sang that song, even in the movie. Like, he sang it in Holiday Inn, and he sang it in, um, 
What Can't let I'm with, I'm Blue with, skies. I'm a little bit with Ryan on this. It you feels, think it was too sad? Well, it's again, this sad. is, I mean, this is our Enneagram 7 versus our Enneagram 4 right true. now. Yeah. I'm so like, you shouldn't just be I'm distracted sad, the, the whole time. The last thing I want you to do is remind is me about how me great down. home is That's a good and that point. you're not there. Like, but it's Christmas. Exactly. Then let's but sing some songs them, like, and like the, them kind of just like going into their heads for just a minute to think uh, about home and kind of being it transported like a there. To me. If I'm not at home and I wish I was home and instead Same. I'm at war, don't I'm, talk about home, yes, please. Yes, don't, don't tell me. Don't say anything about that. Let's do something what fun a, and distracting. I have a feeling, <laughs> I, I have no nothing to back this up, but I feel like Bing Crosby was probably a real handful on the set just based on the things mm-hmm. that he wore. Yeah. In the movie, you're like, okay, we're at war. Everyone else is wearing like pretty decent looking army fatigues. Yeah. You're kind of wearing like breezy army slacks and, mm-hmm. and like shiny work shoes, like shiny dress shoes. You know that the, he did wear costumes in the movie though. What do you mean? She's like, saying it, Bing Crosby himself didn't probably like dress himself. For well, treatment. But the, <laughs> he probably ki- was a handful, but because he was like super famous and left the last day just to go play golf. Like he probably was like <gasps> is that difficult. True? That is true. Yeah. After they finished the finale scene, um, the king and queen of Egypt, or of Greece, the king and queen of Greece were coming and they wanted to, like, the studio wanted to give them, like, a big, like, something to remember. And so after they finished shooting everything, they made the whole cast, like, stay and do the entire finale scene again for the king and queen of Greece, but minus Bing Crosby because he left to play golf. <laughs> Which is amazing. Wow. <laughs> the king is so random. Which fits because I. It's 1954. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I do feel like, I mean, like, he wore scarves, uh, like loafers and soldier slacks, and that was kind of like his <laughs> army slacks. outfit. He like he had like a little is it a cravat like the little scarf that comes out of the shirt mm-hmm. as he was like kind of wandering around, and everybody else is like. Davis is all wrapped up in bandages and barely was, alive, and he's like walked around like we're in like a nicely pressed army he was jacket. Fine. But I just like he was famous even in the movie. Like he, 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 was a, he, he was like a, noted, a Broadway guy mm-hmm. who went to the war or something. Yes. And so people knew him already. Yeah. He was already a performer because that's how uh, Phil Davis knew who he was to get his songs in his show. Gotcha. Like he was already somebody who was known. I don't think that that's any excuse for him to wear like a bougier outfit. He's still in the army. Soldier but like slacks. he, Soldier I'm slacks. not surprised that he had a little bit of like a swagger about him because he was very famous even in the movie. So the, I, I, I can, I can get, a, I can get with that. Can we talk about the age differences of oh, all yeah. of these characters? Well, I did want to, before we did that, I did want to, so Davis, I didn't understand any of the newspaper headlines as they were getting famous. Like they were talking about uh, Davis and Wallace go boffo. I don't even know what that means. Couldn't tell you. I, had, I was like, are these good things happening or bad things happening to them right now? That, did you, Davis you and Wallace are going to be producers. You didn't understand any of the other newspaper headlines? Bigger bistros is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, uh, yeah. There, it was chronicling their rise to fame as like a duo over the next decade. Yes. Okay. Because they had to show time passing, or else it wouldn't have made sense that they would end up at the inn with the general. Right. Like he had to be like falling at the same time that they were rising, and it wouldn't have made sense for Davis just to all of a sudden. So he dragged get super Davis famous. along with him to because to help him because he saved his life. Uh, because well, he didn't really drag Davis, but yeah. 
They yeah. just seem pretty talented too. Yeah, he was he was definitely asking for it because when they were in the tent afterwards and Davis had his arm in the sling, which is why I don't know if you noticed, but any time that he wanted Bob to do him a favor, he'd kind of like reach towards his arm, like that don't forget that so one thing many, I did. I mean, for like, you. can you hang something over my head for that long? Apparently, he yes. He scraped his arm on a truck. He if, didn't even. It's because his own fault. He wasn't like deft enough to dive out of the way uh, of the truck that they well, were hiding underneath. Okay, so he was pulling somebody who was going to get crushed by a falling wall out of the way. Also, I Bing Crosby's fault for not like, having good oh, self awareness. No. Like, let me move my arm away from this truck. Like he was trying. There was a giant wall falling, Pay and there was bombs everywhere, and their friends were dying. I so I don't think that th- I, that's like pretty thin logic. But um, I d- he. As soon as he had the opportunity, he asked Bob, like, hey, I have these songs. If you wanted to do me a favor, because Bob offered, if there's anything I can ever do for you, let me know. He's like, actually, I do have something. I have a song. All of the songs are duets. He already had them in his pocket and everything. All of the songs, these are for two people. And he was like, well, I know a guy. He's pretty good. I mean, it's me. Maybe Davis made the building fall and then pushed Bing Crosby out of the way. I mean, networking is kind of everything, isn't it? Like, true. This it's is, all who you know and who you was, save. He was very smart to do it, and then they rose all the way to the tippy top. Um, okay, so speaking of the war and the general, yes. Um, did you know that even though the general Waverly looked like super old, that he was actually um, six months? He was six months younger than Bing Crosby in real life. Bing Crosby was 51 when he played this part of Bob Wallace, and the general, even though he looked a lot older, was actually younger than him in real life. He was younger than Bing Crosby? Yes. Why did Bing Crosby not be the general then? The general didn't have any songs. That's a good point. And he was there to sing. And his girlfriend (laughs) was 26. Whose girlfriend? Bing Crosby's. Girlfriend was 26? In the movie, Rosemary. Betty. Yes. Betty and Judy. The names I get lost a lot on. Yeah. Betty was 26 in the movie and Bob was, was 51. 51. Yeah. As a very Dennis Quaid. But I didn't feel like she looked like she was that young. Like, she didn't look old, but 26 is, like, really young. young. And she looked a little bit more, like, established. But she also was supposed to be playing the older sister. Was she younger? Mm-hmm. She was the youngest one in the thing? Yeah. Vera Ellen was 33. I don't know how old Danny Kaye was, but he was definitely not younger than 26. All right. Housekeeper Emma. Housekeeper Emma. Did you recognize her? No. I just recognized the fact that how many movies are ruined by half-heard conversations? A lot. But did you recognize her? No. Did you recognize her? Nope. She's in another movie that we have talked about on this podcast. Sister Act. What is she? What? She's the she's the um, she's one of the nuns. Oh, uh, the old nun. Yeah, she's I remember you talking about Mary Lazarus. She's Mary Lazarus. Yes. I remember you talking That's about amazing. that. But I mean, there's a major difference because that movie was filmed in '92 and this movie was released in '94. So. I mean, 54. 54. That movie was released in 92. <laughs> this movie released in 54. So it was 40 years difference of age. But Emma, the housekeeper, is Sister Mary Lazarus from Sister Act. Just as curmudgeon Yes. Yeah, actually, she is. But I feel like she's just kind of a busybody. Like, that, the housekeeper is usually a busybody right. and stuff like this. Um, but I felt like she was okay. Like, I mean, she was semi-well-intentioned. She made it clear that she was nosy because she even told them she was, like, steaming open their letters. That was a lot. Because holding them up to the light was for, like, uh, um, Speaking of felonies, because that's a felony to open somebody's mail, right? Yeah. Yes. But it is the thing I'm most curious about. Is what? Opening people's mail. You did mail. Say that, you, that you could commit a felony. That's what you would yeah. mail. I just get really curious when I see packages on people's doorsteps. So do you remember the scene, Colleen, where... Um, 
they, the landlord has called the sheriff to come arrest the sisters for burning a hole in the rug of their rental property. Uh-huh. That seems a little... You're a That's current a renter. Would you... How would you feel if your landlord tried to... Have me arrested? Arrested for putting a hole in the carpet. You can't do that, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the lease agreement where I feel like that... I'm safe. I was guessing maybe they had been like staying there for a while. Like maybe their show had been in this space for a while. So it wasn't just like a one night hotel, like hotel stay. But they were holding them up for what? Like $200? 200 bucks for burning a hole in the road. $200 in 1954 was probably a lot of dollars. Like a million dollars now. I was also thinking that each of the train tickets cost like $97. That was pretty expensive too. And he just gave them away. And then when it like, uh, like uh, Davis gave them away, but when they got on the train and the train conductor was telling him how much the new tickets were going to be, he just pulled all that cash out of his wallet. Just uh, he just had it with loads him. Loads of money. Mm-hmm. He was a rich guy. They were taking a train from Florida, from Florida to New York, New York slash Vermont. Ninety-seven dollars. You can fly from Charlotte to Orlando for fifty-seven dollars. Wow. Spirit so, Air. Thanks for sponsor. <laughs> Spirit Air. When I flew Spirit Air, it was like riding a school bus with wings. Also, so you really, you didn't like any of the dances or no, the songs? No, the dances were good. Like um, Vera Wang or whatever her name Ellen. is. Vera, Vera Wang, Wang is not that in this is movie. something else. She is a great dancer. I like those. I thought those were very good. I was like, oh, you're very talented at dancing. I don't know any, I have no frame of reference for what good dancing is, but I, was, I looked at it and said, She was a rockette for a while. Good. She was known she for was her a dancing. What? A rockette. A rockette. And... Fun fact, Raquel. she is from um, Ohio, and she used to carpool to and from dance classes with Doris Day, oh. who's also a very famous I know film the name. star. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was in a lot of movies. She was super, super famous, but the fact that they like carpooled to and from dance together and then both ended up being super famous, was I thought was really interesting. And a lot of people thought that Vera Ellen had anorexia, but the people who are like close to her say that she didn't. She just was very, very conscious about her figure. She so. had a very tiny waist. Very Maybe tiny. Maybe the waist, the smallest waist I've ever seen. I didn't know waists could get like that. No. Personally, I don't know if they still can. Maybe that's like uh, why people are really into waist trainers these days. But she's like, if a waist trainer was real, yes. but shorter. <laughs> Absolutely. Like the very same proportions yep. of like so angular and the like where her hips cut in, I felt like was so, like it was like so sharp versus just like being like a gradual curve. It felt like she just went like in and out, like two Did triangles. Did they have like a 50s Spanx type thing? Yeah, she might have been wearing a girdle or something like girdle. that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this might be TMI, but the pointy bras in that era were the very pointy. pointy. <laughs> very pointy. Very, very pointy. Lots of ankles. I don't on have the, a lot of information on the history ladies. of undergarments. <laughs> I was so impressed, though, that like so um, they brought the whole show up within three days. When Bob called, he was like, I want him here in three days. And they, they already, this was an existing show that they were adapting for the inn. Because he said, get the whole crew up here. We're going to put the show on here. And so it was an existing production, but the fact that Judy was able to learn all of that choreography because it was new to her and it, she was able to learn it all in like five days to me was insane because she carried such a heavy dance role. Hmm. I thought that that was really interesting. Yeah. Like it might have been common for everybody else, but I don't know how they got all of those set pieces and all of those people there that quickly. Especially in the 50s. 
It seems that's like why it you was can't, so there's cool. Not like but they Amazon. put it up there, yeah. showbiz people. <laughs> and um, Vera Ellen actually didn't sing for almost the entire movie. All of the stuff that you heard Judy singing was either sang actually by Rosemary Clooney or it was sang the other by. Um, no, her name is Trudy. It's like a, a singer Trudy that and was Judy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a Trudy, a Judy, and a Betty. Trudy wasn't in the uh, movie, but she was doing. It's like how uh, Zac Efron didn't sing High School Musical, so. I didn't know you that. Know. Oh, I'm sorry to Spoiler. burst your sorry Spoiler. to burst your bubble. Zac but Efron they, they would overdubbed. be a great character for Bing Crosby's role. That's true. He's just so young, though. Bing Crosby's supposed to be young. I don't know. Maybe he's not supposed to be young. Uh, I don't. I guess I thought he was supposed to be older because he was already really established ten years prior. I bet George Clooney could be. Ooh, could be Whoa. Bing Crosby. Oh, that could be. Awesome, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. I love Clooney. It's like Ocean's Eleven with, with, dance, with dancing, <laughs> a dancing, a dancing that Ocean's Eleven would be amazing. I loved all paper. of the musical numbers. I love my favorite is um, the Count Your Blessings instead of Sheep one, but most of that scene was actually improvised. They didn't script a lot of it about the sandwiches. Yeah, he made all of that up. Oh. As he was going, the song was real, but he made all of that up. Same with the um, when him and when uh, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye do the sisters redo, and they're like wearing all of their clothes and stuff. That was all improvised. They were just messing around on set, and the director thought that it was so funny that he wrote it into the movie for them. I'm glad he did. It's one of my favorite scenes. Me too. That's why like they're laughing in it is genuine because they were making each other laugh so hard. Like when they're like swatting each other with the feathers. Oh yeah. It, did, it seemed like a very proper movie, so that was a very surprising scene. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I, I wonder if it was like kind of edgy at the time to have them dressed as women. I thought they were going to sing the song for real. Like when I saw the guy look at the record and I was like, oh, they're going to go perform the sister's number. But maybe from the perspective of brothers, they did not. They <laughs> did brothers. It. Brothers. Brothers. Doesn't really have the they same ring to it. Devoted brothers. Didn't quite work the same way. Um, so, Ryan, what do you think? Would you recommend? I would I would recommend White Christmas. I still... Does not sound <sighs> fully bad. Mary, I totally understand why you love it. Okay. I know that you love a good, a good musical number. I do. A good dance number. You have a lot of uh, theater passions that this... Uh, <laughs> itches that this movie can scratch for Ooh. you. <laughs> that makes us feel kind of gross, but, but yeah. it's about two hours it's long. True. And you kind of have to... Like, I... I think that if you know what you're getting into, it's a great movie. Yeah. If you are expecting like um, one that's going to hold your attention the whole time, unless you really love old-timey movies, it may not be that. Okay. But I think it's good. Okay. And I think Bing Crosby's a very talented person, even if he's a bit of a curmudgeon and a poor dresser. <laughs> Again, he didn't do his own know. costumes and he didn't pick his character. We didn't live. We have li- not lived in like a wartime like this of like World War II, but. That the guy went on TV and to invite the whole battalion back to come to the inn seemed like, like a bit overkill. Mm. That's true. Well, hopefully we never have to find out. That's a great point. So what do you give it? Um, I give it uh, two liverwurst sandwiches and a half buttermilk. <laughs> the hmm. Colleen. Okay. <laughs> Colleen, what do you I give it? I do that math in my head. Uh, I'm going to give it, let's see. I'm going to give it four snows. <gasps> Excellent. Snow. 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 <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to get it. I'm pretty there. I give it uh, every musical number in the movie. <laughs> wow. 
That's a lot. And speaking of movies, what's next, you guys? Next week is one that Colleen has never seen. Which is awesome and shocking. It is. I don't really want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before a lot of times, Colleen. The movie is Sometimes it works out. <laughs> It's Miracle on 34th Street. That's right. There's 34 streets and there's a miracle on everyone. I've avoided it for 33 years. (laughs) (laughs) But not in your 34th year. I'm not. Maybe you'll end up liking it. I didn't think I'd like The Big Lebowski. I didn't think I'd like The Godfather. I didn't think I'd like Goodwill Hunting. I didn't think I'd like The Big Green, and I didn't. Mm. I didn't think I'd like Heavyweights. I didn't think I'd like... Are uh, Are you a pessimist? Wow. For a pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic. That's oh, true. No, but you just said a lot of movies you thought you weren't going to like. But movie? I liked them all. What movie did we see that you had not seen that you did not like? Big Lebowski? <laughs> Big Lebowski. <laughs> that was yeah. it? All the rest of them you're pretty on board with? Yeah, I think so. I don't think there were many from last season that I didn't like. We all like Speed. Love Speed. Would recommend. Is Miracle on 34th Street like a Christmas Speed? <laughs> I don't know about it. <laughs> You're the one who knows, and we both know that's not true. I'm guessing that's not even close to true. <laughs> well, we'll find out next time. Thanks for joining us on the movie, Ben. Bye. 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 Bye.